Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Big Earth versus the People podcast. But this one is special because every Tuesday evening I record with the Straight from the Hip podcast. So popping off on this week, we have another exciting show where I do some craziness and everybody laughs. Y'all know how I do. So pop up to see the video on Facebook, Straight from the Hip, on YouTube, Straight for the Hip, and enjoy that version as well as this audio version. So I appreciate you guys. We're going to have a quick ad, and then we're going to start the show. Thanks for listening. I'm a lone jumper. Okay. Then that should be all right. Play the clock. Play the clock. Oh, you already know what it is, man. From the hip, don't need no scriptures, need a microphone. My man, Coach Boo, gon' take you to the entertainment zone. They got the stats, the this and that to keep this show on point. And when we're done, we have some fun and rock this funky joint. So if we'll sit back and chill, give us a chance to show ya. If one of y'all would like to call, we'll talk just like we know ya. We take control, then start the roll, and then there ain't no stopping. It's time to dip straight from the hip. Hey, y'all. Let's get it popping. What's up, hood? Talking about Let's Go Minnesota. Welcome <laughs> to Straight from the Hip. I'm your host, Coach Gerald Boo Mitchell. Come to you live from the Imperial Palace on Black Mania. You know, we celebrating up here on Black Mania because uh, they're going to release the Black Panther movie this week. And everybody knows that all the people from Black Panther are from Black Mania. So uh, Wakanda are Black Manians. So uh, there you go. Wakanda forever. You know what I'm talking about. Herb, Herb know what I'm talking about. Travis don't know nothing about that, Herb. <laughs> <laughs> you know Travis. Travis don't know <laughs> Travis, let me see you do that one time, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you don't have the power to remove you off this, right? <laughs> Er, what's going on? Er, from the Chocolate City of Washington, D.C. What's happening, Er? Not much, man. Doing good. Another beautiful week. I hear you. How you and, uh, you and your boy, y'all going to sell that team up there? Miss <laughs> Pete in the building. What's up, Miss Pete? What's up, Tom? Tom, I hey. meant to come see you today, and I missed. I messed up. I didn't get in there today. And I tried to buy a ticket for Black Panther. On Thursday, but I got doggone FBU practice, so I'm at to see Black Panther Friday night since we're not playing until a uh, Friday morning, rather. But we're not playing football till Saturday this week. Oh, speaking of that, just so everybody can see, yes, sir. Hold on, <laughs> look at that's that baby right there. That's a beautiful Ooh. thing, right there. It's pretty. I'm telling you what, this, this is about the prettiest trophy that you've ever got from GHSA. Region seven and all them all them A's there. Uh but anyway, there's seven A's there. Um real, real quick. Um two things. One, then don't hate me. Black Panther comes out this weekend. Yes, yes it does. Awesome. I'm off on Friday. I'm coming on Friday, Tom. Um I'm coming Friday you, too, Travis. Don't Travis, don't come when I'm coming. I'm coming at 10. Are you going? Don't let none of your damn business. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, anyway, um, Coach, so you guys won your region. Um, obviously, uh, the uh, playoffs are going to be coming up. Yeah, playoffs start this week, and it's, it's okay. a little different, guys. And here, get this. We have to play on Saturday because they don't have enough referees in the state of Georgia to cover because what happens is when the playoffs come, they use the referees on the chain gangs instead of parents or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they actually have referees do all that stuff. And so because of that, they're having to have some teams play on Saturday instead of playing on Friday. And the reason why we have a shortage of referees is because we got a bunch of dumbass parents out there. Yes, sir. So all these parents out there want to threaten referees and all that other kind of stuff. It's very hard. And uh, football is under attack in, in this country because of number one injuries, a bunch of people with head injuries and all that other kind of stuff. And then number two, uh, you know, you have ref- people want a referee because they get threatened by parents out in the parking lot after the game or during the game and they yelled at and cursed at and all that. And people just like, I'm not doing this. And there are actually places in America right now where they don't play youth football or high school football because they don't have anybody to referee. Wow. So, I mean, football is a dying sport in a lot of places. So just keep that in mind. Ms. Pierce says, uh, Ms. Pierce says, we going to take y'all down because she's a Tequila person. And uh, that's who we play this week. North Gwinnett plays Tequila. So okay. I've already been told by Mr. Peavy that they will definitely be in the building. We play Saturday at noon at uh, North Gwinnett High School. Okay. All right. So that'd be strange for us because obviously we normally play on Friday nights at seven o'clock. And so now the sun becomes a factor. So when people punt balls or throw balls or whatever, you have to worry about that sun. So that's a, that's, it's a bigger issue than a lot of people might think. So in any event, guys, real quickly, uh, we'll, we'll talk about college football here in a little bit. They just had the new rankings and we'll talk about that. But, First of all, I want to do something. We're going to, Travis, you got your clock. I want you to set your clock for five minutes. I'm going to give us five minutes to discuss two topics. And we'll go around, go around the, uh, around the table and let, uh, you know, let everybody get their two cents in. But uh, here we go right here. I'm the ready. first topic is, you ready for Travis? All right. Calling Mr. Rooney. Where what happened to the Rooney rule when the Colts, as you know, uh fired their head coach, uh Reich, and then they hired Jeff Saturday. And for the record, I'm gonna say this. I love Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday is a friend of mine. I've I've known Jeff Saturday for several years now. He and I have gone out and had a drink together, talked, sat down. I, I trained with him. I trained the football team when he was the head coach over there at Hebron High School. That's all, that's the Hebron Christian Academy, actually, is the real name of the place. But he is now the head coach for the Colts. How does this happen, Irv? Um, I think it's mostly because it's an interim job. Um, yep. I think it's probably going to be temporary to the end of the season. Now, if he decides to really put a huge effort into it and the Colts turn around their season, then we might have a conversation, but I, I don't think he's going to have his job till to the end of the season is over with. And then I think he's going to go wherever. Okay. Travis. 
I, I agree. Um, actually, I heard that because it is in the middle of the season and it is an interim status, the NFL does not require NFL teams to do a, a Rooney Rule type of you know process when just getting an interim coach during the season. So they did not break any rules. They didn't do anything illegal. Um, that's how they're able to do it and just pick basically anyone, a.k.a. Jeff Saturday. It's actually written in the NFL um, negotiations rules that you don't have to do it during the season. Okay. Uh, like Miss like Peavy said, Miss Peavy said, love Coach Saturday. And, and she knows him, like I said, because he is a local celebrity around here. I mean, there are a lot of us who know him personally. And, I mean, I got his phone number in my phone. I call him periodically and talk to him like you know i'll see something on one of these shows he's on on tv and i'll call him and i'll say you know what i didn't really know that worked that way and we'll discuss it you know we'll talk on the phone for 10 15 minutes about or whatever just to keep in touch with each other so who is that is that you travel yeah that's me but uh but in any event like i said um i i, I love him too miss pv i just I just think that, first of all, I mean, if there is something in the rules that allows this, I think it needs to be changed. Because, I mean, guys, at the end of the day, there are guys out there who think about this. What what if there's a guy out there, uh, a minority or anybody, who's who's been in the league for 30 years, who's waiting for his chance to be a head coach? This could be an audition for him. This could be where he's allowed to interview or do whatever, he gets to go over there. He knocks it out of the park. And even if they don't want him because they want to go another direction or whatever, it at least gives him an audition and a chance to, you know, let other teams see how good he is as a coach to get him a head coaching job. I mean, you know, it's, it's almost like, you know, Ursay is saying, I'm basically going to play the rest of the year with Monopoly money. You know, I mean, it, it's just going to be a game. And I mean, with some of these guys, while he's sitting up there playing Monopoly money, these are their careers that we're talking about. Because, I mean, you're not going to tell me that, you know, it's only midway through, halfway through the season. I mean, if somebody could turn that thing around, maybe make it somehow to the playoffs or whatever the case may be, and, and just do anything to impress somebody, he might he might be a, another, a millionaire by being able to do that. And instead... And, and I love Saturday. This ain't about Saturday. This is about the NFL and the process. You know, if you have a loophole that allows somebody to do this and bypass the Rooney rule, but my thing is, what if Irv, at the end of the season, he does do a bang-up job, and now they say, okay, well, since he did such a good job, he's going to let him keep going. And that's what the thing. I, I truly think that's the only option that will keep him on as a head coach going going further is if he just does a bang-up job. But I think they just hired him because he's familiar with the area, he's familiar with the culture, he's familiar with the team. I'm with you. I, I got you. Very good. I'm going to ask this question, though. So that means that now you set the standard or you, you set the precedent that if you want to bypass the Rooney rule, just make somebody interim and then hire him the next year. Right. And and then that's that's what the theory is going forward. Like yeah. same situation. Like let's just say 
the Falcons just say, hey, Mike Vick, you want to just finish out the season for us? And Mike Vick just all of a sudden is one of the best coaches that they ever had. You, you got that situation going forward. So, yeah. like, you have a point there. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard. I just uh, – and again, like I said, nothing – go ahead, Travis. No, it's five minutes. Oh, that's five minutes? Okay. All right, so we, we'll move on to the next topic. We'll, we'll talk about this that topic again some other time. Topic number two. If the season ended today and you were going to vote for MVP, would it be Hurts, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Michael Parsons? Travis. Or somebody think, else. Or somebody I, else. No, I think those are probably the best choices. The only other choice you could make is Allen. Um, but I would probably go Hurts. After the game I saw Allen play the other day, I, I, I wouldn't say so, but go ahead. I think I would go Hurts, um, quarterback of the number one team. He's having a fantastic year. Um, every game he's putting up numbers and he's making spectacular plays. Um, I, I get – I can see an argument for just about every other one of the guys you listed, but I think Hurts would be the best option. Oh, uh, Miss Peavy doing that, doing that Miss Hood thing. She talking about Micah Parson for her. Here we go. I can't I take a defensive that. player unless they're like undefeated. That that's our Julio. That's our Julio right there, Miss Peavy. I can tell Miss Peavy that's your Julio Jones, like like Miss Hood <laughs> love us some <of> Julio. <laughs> she said that only because she's a Cowboy fan. Hood says he would vote for the Minnesota quarterback who for the MVP right now. He got my Kirk Cousins. The fact that you don't know who Kirk Cousins is, <laughs> I know, but, but understand this. Y'all, y'all need to understand this. Anytime you see something from Richard Hood on written on here, he, understand he drinks moonshine like daily. Like, like <laughs> he from the hills of North Carolina. And I'm talking about he just drives over there almost daily and picks up some fresh hooch. And they call it hooch. <laughs> and, and brings it back. So just know that anytime you see any comment coming from Richard. That's so. terrible. Oh, what would you say? Um, this is very difficult, man, because a lot of these guys have had some terrible games. Yep. Um, except Jalen Hurts. But technically, would you give it to Jalen Hurts or the new guy, AJ Brown? Because AJ Brown has been playing out of his mind since joining Philly, and it's been a lot better with playing with Hurts than over Tannehill. Yeah, but it's a wide receiver, and he would AJ Brown would have to have an unbelievable record-breaking season to get right. the MVP statistics. statistics. Yeah, and actually, the best statistic wide receiver probably right now is Tyreek Hill. He's on pace for over two thousand yards a season. He, but he only has three touchdowns, and AJ Brown had that in one game. I understand. <laughs> I'm with you. I agree, but and he's double coverage just about every play, pretty but, much. Um, but but I will say this, um, and I know we're approaching the five minute mark, and, and I'm not just saying this, but because somebody already said it. But uh, I would take Michael Parsons. I'm gonna tell you right now. I, I look, he is a generational player. I don't know that 
you know, we're, he's right now, the, some of the stuff that he does is beyond Lawrence Taylor-like. I mean, it's, it, it, he is like setting his own, putting his own stamp on the league. I think, uh, I, I, what well, he said, go pick a losing quarterback. All them quarterbacks, none of them quarterbacks losing, Richard. I mean, all them quarterbacks, man, every one of them teams in good shape that, that I just mentioned. Um, like I said, go back to the hooch. But <laughs> in any event, uh, I just, I think that as far as impacting a game, nobody impacts a game like Michael Parsons does. I mean, dude, that man is a straight monster. So, Miss Peavy, I'm, I'm going to side with you on that. I, I'm going to go with uh, Michael Parsons would be my MVP at this point anyway. So, um, and then again, I think, you know, you, you can you can kind of say what you want to say. Um, let's talk about the good, bad, and the ugly. You get to pick a good, whatever topic, whatever it is, whatever you think is good at this point, a bad and an ugly. For instance, and I gave an example. Good for me would be Snyder selling that team, Herb. I think that's good for the NFL. And that would have been mine. You stole it. Bad is that bad man. He is playing some bad football right now. Aaron Rodgers is bad. And ugly is Andy Dalton. Lord, have mercy. If you saw him playing that game yesterday uh, with the Saints versus uh, the Ravens, I mean, he did. oh, my God, he had to do wide open and end zone overthrow him. I mean, wide open. I mean, he threw it over his head. I mean, standing there. The one he moved. And uh, so that's my good, bad, and ugly example. I, I got some more good, bad, and ugly that I'm going to put up here in a second. Travis, what about you? Yeah, I'll start off uh, good. Um, I'm actually not going to go with a team. I'm going to go with a player. Derek Henry's lighting it up this year. He is going ballistic. He had over 200 yards two last week. Who they play? Yesterday, he had 120 and two touchdowns. Who they play? Uh, last week it was the Houston Texans. This past week they played the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, because Houston um, Texans. He, he he's been fantastic this year. Um, bad. Yeah, I was. I Green Bay just as a whole. They look awful this year. They look terrible. So dysfunctional, um, and and ugly. How about the Raiders? Right, everyone thought they were going to be, you know, they were a playoff team last year. They bring in Devontae Adams. They basically have the whole team from last year, and they're they're terrible. They are two and six right now, and not even close to making a playoff spot. Okay. So, yeah, I'll do Raiders. Just the entire team of the Raiders is up. Travis, that ain't bad. I, I'm, I'm proud of it. That, that was actually pretty good. I'm going to give my good. Yeah, I'm going to give my good to uh, some of these young African-American quarterbacks. I mean, if you look around the league right now, I mean, they're lighting it up. When you look at Tua, you look at Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, uh, Dak Prescott. I mean, a lot of, a lot of these young guys – uh, are, are really, really blossoming. Patrick Mahomes, a lot of these young African-American quarterbacks are really, really, you know, and we, and we knew it was coming as far as them changing the position and especially like with the Lamar Jackson, the way he, he runs things and whatnot. I mean, he's basically unstoppable. I mean, he really is. It's, it's, it's going to take a really, really good defense to shut him down and stop him and, uh, and, and a really good coach to, to figure out how to do it. So – 
Uh, but like I said, I think that's my good. Uh, my bad is is the, the, the scoring. I mean, this whole, I mean, watching games where the score is like 17 to 3, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of that. I mean, there were so many games this week, and we'll go over here when we go over games here in a little bit, where Joker didn't score, no, neither team scored three touchdowns. I mean, both teams were below like 21. What, Travis? There were three games that were 20 to 17 of the final score. That's what I'm saying, three. And then you had some other games where here's a 15 to nine, yeah. you know, Lions and Packers, 15 to nine. I, where, where was another one I had? Uh, 16 to 13, Buccaneers and Rams. I mean, just just awful. I mean, and it, it was another one I had thing. Somebody only scored damn three points. Oh, here we go, Colts. 26 Colts to and three. Patriots, 26 to three. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of seeing that. that. That's just awful. I mean, if you are – I'm glad Ursay fired that cat anyway. I mean, you can't score but three points in a game. And, and you're supposed to be an offensive-minded uh, head coach. Man, get your ass out of here. I mean, that's terrible. That's terrible. And then uh, oh, what was my ugly? Oh, I can't think what my ugly was now because I was so, so stuck on the bad. Go ahead, Irvin. I remember my ugly here in a minute, but go ahead. So my good most definitely was the fact that your boy Snyder is finally go. Yeah. He, he, listen, that's been a prayer for the last 15 years. I hear finally you. It's coming true. Can I can I add another level of good on that one? Come on. Whew. Um, another good thing is, man, like as much as we hate quarterbacks, there's certain quarterbacks who are playing very well that have no business playing very well. Mm-hmm. As much as we hate Geno Smith, he's playing solid football. I forgot about Geno. You're right about that. Um, when I go to the bad. Why are all the good quarterbacks just terrible? I could I started to use them for my ugly, but I got a worse ugly. All the quarterbacks that are either Hall of Famers, every year Pro Bowlers, mm-hmm. big time stat getters are playing like complete trash right now. They are. Amen. It is bad. You're right about that. Now let's get to the ugly. Come on. Uh, Let's just be honest. This year in football is just ugly as a whole. There's really no excitement in football because every single game, like you you alluded to in your bad, the yep. scores are just ugly. It's ugly. Like it's it's good. It's a little bit good because if you really like defense, the defenses are showing up. Yeah. But normally you would have like a balance where offense is like doing something here and there. Defense is doing something here. I think we lost him. I think we lost Irv. My yeah. thing, my thing is what Irv is saying though. It's not even that the defenses are playing that good. It's just the offense are playing so bad. I mean, the offenses are just terrible. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know why it is. But the offenses are just playing so bad. Right. I mean, really bad. So, um, my ugly was going to be uh, the way that all of these so-called good teams that we thought were out there, kind of what you said, Travis, thought the Raiders were going to be better, thought Brady was going to be able to make another Super Bowl run. Yeah, you know, 
I mean, all uh, thought the Cowboys were going to be, and, and they still may be, but everybody thought they were going to be better than they are. It's just so many teams that we thought. The thought, Rams. Thought the Rams. Thank you. I was going to say that. The Rams. Thought the Chargers. Everybody thought that that, that kid for the Chargers was going to be a damn MVP candidate. Um, that's what I'm saying. It's just that all that hype around all those teams, and and, and it's just like you said, or, or maybe Irv said, it's just disastrous how, how bad those teams are playing right now. I yeah. mean, total disaster the way those teams are playing. So that would be my ugly as far as the season is concerned. Um, and you want to know part of the reason? <clears throat> tell me why. Parody. Yeah, I, I don't like to use that word. I, I don't. I don't know that it's parody because I mean, you know, when you say parody, everybody wants to think that everybody's good. Parody could also be that everybody's bad. I mean, that that's parody. I mean, parody is just we're all even. So I mean, that doesn't mean that that's a good thing when you have parody. I mean, it, it, like I said, because right now, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't dare. Try to pick who a Super Bowl winner would be at this point in the season. Because I, I mean, it's everybody is, is jacked up. Even the teams that are winning sometimes are barely winning. So I mean, like I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't dare say that there's any team out there I'm crazy about because you know the Falcons were what four and four, four and five last week or something like that. It's four and, and five now, leading their division. Now. Yeah, they were, they were, they were five hundred, four and four, and leading their division. At four and four, I mean, happy as could be at four and four, and and four four and four is, is the definition of mediocrity, and 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 you're happy and and winning your division with over some mediocrity, and I think that's terrible. So, moving right along, Eagles and Texans, Eagles twenty nine, Texans seventeen. Again, guys, I, I don't think there's much to talk about here. Y'all are welcome to. Join me if you want. We already talked about Jalen Hurts. And, uh, you know, Davis Mills is the quarterback for the Texans, kid that I used to coach and train uh, right, right out of here in Gwinnett County, went to uh, Stanford, had a, a medi- mediocre career at, at Stanford. He didn't play that much until, I think, his senior year or so. But, uh, you know, wound up getting drafted and, and uh, by the Texans, and, and now he's their starting quarterback after the whole Lamar gate and everything. Not Lamar, I'm sorry. Uh, what's the name from up there in Gainesville? Deshaun Watson. Thank Deshaun, you, Deshaun, Deshaun Gate and all that, uh, Massage Gate, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Colts 3, Patriots 26. Does this necessarily mean that the Patriots are back, Travis? No, not at all. I think the Colts are in shambles. This tells me nothing about the Patriots other than the Colts aren't very good. Yeah, can, you, can somebody get Richard to talk about somebody other than Minnesota? I, I, that's all. That's all. Richard want to talk about Minnesota. What do you think about the Patriots? Or they 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 on they back in it? No, they just they just caught the Colts at the right time. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, anybody, everybody been catching the Colts at the right time. I, I I think I think anytime is the right time to play the Colts right now. Yes. It, it was it was a shocker. Packers nine, Lions fifteen. Was it really a shocker though? At this point in the season. Travis, I'm gonna go with a little bit of yeah, because let's. It's this is still Detroit. We're we're talking about who got the win, right? Yeah, they were they'd won one game all season going into this game. So I know Green Bay's playing really bad, 
but this is still Detroit, and I don't think they. I think they said this is the first time he's ever lost to Detroit. Aaron Rodgers has, so it's still a shocker. Did um, you see how Aaron Rodgers was throwing the ball? Dude, I agree. He was here. terrible. I mean, he, he was on his back foot throwing the ball like a frisbee. We, I mean, I, Jason and I were watching the game, and we both said in the third quarter, like he's just throwing up ducks just to basically get out of playing right now. It he looks like he just it. he wants to. He don't want to even play. Yeah, he doesn't. I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't care anymore. He, he, he doesn't. Never care. Like that. Never. He doesn't care at all. No. But the crazy, yeah. the crazy thing is, you gave a guy who has never had an interception in his life, his first, mm. in Hayden Hutchinson. And he can tell he can tell everybody it was from you. And it was from yeah. and it was from one of the best quarterbacks of all time. And wow. it basically saved the game too. Yes. It was in the end zone. It literally yes. saved the game. Richard Richard said he's done. But you know, Richard, we know what Richard's doing right now. Chargers 20. This this broke my heart. If you saw this game. Chargers <laughs> 20, Falcons 17. I was heartbroken. Miss Peavy, for you and Mr. Peavy, I was so distraught. And I know Tom. Tom is a big Falcon fan too, Tom. So, Tom, we are so sorry. I was going to come in and talk to you about it, maybe have a drink and and share a drink with you over how distraught I was over the Falcons losing. Um, But, again, last week the Falcons were leading their division. I mean, do the Falcons really have a chance to win their division? I have to say yes. I, I, I still think they do, yeah. Because they're still technically tied with Tampa Bay right now. The Tampa Bay just has them in head the to head. They, they, they played head to head, and yeah. Tampa Bay won the first game. Yeah, and it was at Tampa Bay, so you know they're going to have to come to Atlanta. Not saying that's the hardest place in the world to play, but they still got to play one more time. Wait a minute. And Travis. Tampa Bay again still has the harder schedule, being a first place team last year than what a- Atlanta does for the rest of the season. Travis, I want you to slowly put up Mr. Peavy's two things one at a time. So everybody can see him. Nobody wants to see that. That is a true Falcon fan right there. You can I'll do it again, Travis. Just look at the picture of that man right there. That is a Falcon fan if I have ever seen one. <laughs> I mean, if that joker there don't look like he is either on his way out or on his way to Magic City. I mean, you just look at that face right there. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now. Lord have mercy. That's why you gotta love a Falcon band boy. Tied for first. Tied for first. That's your husband, Miss Peavy. That is your husband. Don't tell me nothing. I can't wait to see y'all Saturday, though. That's gonna be fun. Uh, Bill 17, Jets 20. I mean, obviously, this was the shock of the day, but maybe not so much. Uh, Travis, what do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I honestly think the shock of the day was Detroit over Green Bay, but I think this was second shock of the day. Uh, I'm still not sold on the Jets to do anything in the playoffs. I, I think they got a good team. Uh, I'll take it. I think they got a solid team. Like they have talent, but they Zach Wilson's still their quarterback, and Brees Hall's done for the season. So Dude, they're not even the story to me. What? Go ahead, Earl. I don't care what y'all say. That defense coming off the bus is scary. Coming off the bus, yeah, they look they look good on the hoof. I'm gonna give you that, guys. There's something wrong with Josh Allen's arm. I mean, either that or he owes somebody in the mafia a lot of money because the interceptions that he threw, he was throwing the ball right to somebody on the other team. 
they said there was a report coming out. I think it was yesterday that they're scanning his. I think the, his UCL or something. UCL, something yeah. yeah, UCL, and it's, it's, it's in his elbow, and uh, they're saying it might be his elbow. But I'm telling you right now, if you saw the way he was throwing those interceptions, it's, it's like either he's hurt or he's throwing this game because there were receivers wide open. And he's throwing the ball like five yards away from them to somebody else. I mean, it was bad. So Miss Beef says she's going with he owes somebody a lot of money. I mean, if you saw those interceptions, Miss Peavy, I mean, I'd like somebody need to get uh, uh, the damn FBI to investigate this shit because ain't no way in the hell he could be that bad. Well, coach, he you know what they call the uh, the Bills fan base, right? Yeah, the Bills mafia. The Bills mafia. <laughs> Good point. Bills mafia. I'm with you, Travis. All right, moving right along. Richard, are you ready? Vikings 20, Commanders 17. Go ahead, Richard. Tap dance on Irvin. Travis, what you got? Um, I'm actually going to talk about the fact that Washington blew this game. They should. They, they had this game in the bag. They were up 10 points in the fourth quarter, right, Irv? I'm not trying to rub it in, but that, I think that they were up 10 in the fourth quarter, like, you got this game in the bag, and, and they, they let this game slip away. Minnesota scored the very first drive and didn't get past our 40-yard line until the last two drives of the game. Wow. When the offense basically gave the game away. The deep, well, you, know the, what, you know what they say. I'm, I'm going to say there's two things that normally come up in these circumstances. They'll say, number one, you don't know how to win. And then they'll say, number two, you were playing not to lose instead of playing to win. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, poor Herb. Miss Peavy, look at you. Oh, so uh, Miss Peavy, Miss Peavy on you harder. And I don't know why she's a Falcon fan. She lost just as bad what I saw. They lost, <laughs> with, the, they lost with the last kick. So I don't know why she trying to celebrate like she did something. Miss Peavy, you and Mr. Peavy, I know you you had a loss too. Oh, yeah. I got a question. What's up? Um, you may know this because it's uh um you, you listen to this radio down there or whatever, but just from what I see, I like Brian Robinson. I think he's a really good running back. Young guy like can catch the ball out of the backfield. He's big. He can take he can take a hit right and keep going. But every time I see him play, it's Antonio Gibson every single play, right? Like they just don't give Robinson the ball enough in my opinion. And he seems like that type of guy that needs the ball 10 to 15 times to really get him going. Right, like you got to beat on him and beat on him and beat on him, and then he's going to get his yards that way. But they just don't seem to do it. So it's like, what's the word on why they're not giving him the ball? Is it because he was shot and they're still trying to bring him up, or like I know it's been about four or five weeks since he's been playing? Yeah. So the one issue is the original idea that they wanted to go with was fifty percent running, fifty percent passing. Okay. Um, now they're at the point where they're doing seventy percent passing, thirty percent running. So when Robinson actually gets going and gets gets the field and you'll see him break like a nice eight, nine-yard run and he's Absolutely. feeling a nice little momentum, now they got to chuck a 
two more passes for some reason. Like you got to keep 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 it going, keep it going, keep it going. Like <clears throat> number one rule and coach, you probably know this for sure. We do it in basketball. I'm just gonna keep doing it until you can stop it. Ain't no doubt. Uh, that, that, that's 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 uh, that's probably the rule in coaching and everything, or whatever the sport is. It's like if you can't stop me. I'm just gonna keep it going. We we put one time I was at Mill Creek and we were playing against a, a I won't say who we were playing, but a team that we really didn't like, and we were from the sideline saying, "Run it again." Yes. <laughs> I mean, no secret. Is it like we know you cannot stop it, and we just kept saying. Run it again from the sideline. I mean, I don't wanted them to know what it was. And it's frustrating because I don't know what Washington's coaching staff mentality is because I can go back to the Dallas game. They've been running sideline to sideline instead of running straight up the middle at those big, crazy guys. They were getting big yards just running outside, outside, outside. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden, they, they ran 10 plays back to back up the middle, got no yards. Yeah. Mental the mentality of these coaching staffs that come through here, I, I, I it's just a lost cause. Yeah, it's frustrating. And I, and and I like 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 you talked about with this seventy percent or close to seventy percent passing, Antonio Gibson is the <clears throat> pass catching running back. Him and McKissick. And, and McKissick, right? You know they don't they don't have Robinson go out for passes probably because he's a rookie, right? And McKissick and and Gibson are good at that. I just. I think they're wasting Robinson because I think he's a good young running back. Um, and I think they just should be giving him the ball a little bit more. Like, well, um, I'm sure the people in Dallas feel the same way. We'll talk about them here in a little bit. But yeah, uh, is that not right? Like, yeah, stuff like that's not going to change. But, like, yeah. you look at you look at Tony Pollard right now. Like, you want to get Tony Pollard the ball more than you want to give Ezekiel Elliott. Hey, real, real quick. Oh Lord, see that's your boy. That's your boy Hood. He got some hooch in him too. That's Kirk <laughs> Cousins right there. That's Kirk Cousins. He definitely got some hooch in him. That's 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 his boy. He like that. Yeah, they tore that plane up. That's him. That, that's that's your boy Hood. Hood probably sent him that hooch. Did you yeah, send him he, that hooch, Richard? He like that. That's sad. Anyway, moving right along. Uh, again, I I just. I hope whoever takes him over immediately changes their name. Uh, Panthers 21, Bengals 42. Dude, I don't even know why they're letting the Panthers play. Who was the quarterback, Travis? Was it Baker Mayfield? Uh, it was. It started out P.J. Walker, and then yeah. they were down 35 to nothing at halftime, and they put Baker in. Wow. Yeah. I mean, dude, God bless him. Hey. If, if you've ever been to that stadium, I'm, I'm not crazy about that stadium either. I just I, – I, Yeah. Yeah, I mean it, it. It's it's almost like that damn Washington Stadium. I mean, and the no, thing about worse. it is, oh, it's worse. Everything else around there is nice. I nice. mean, it's it's a nice city. Yeah. And it, it, but when you get to the stadium, you're like, ugh. I mean, it's just it's a stain right now to me. I I, I think they could use some new ownership as well. Uh, once again, Earl, wait, I, I got something to say about my Bengals real quick. Oh, please go ahead. Five seconds. For the five touchdowns that Joe Mixon had, congratulations to him. Yeah. Um, first player in Super Bowl era history with five touchdowns and 200 yards, uh, scrimmage yards. Congratulations. Okay. Congratulations, Joe Mixon. You you did it against the 
little little uh, Sarah's uh, sisters of the blind. All right, Raiders twenty, Jaguars twenty seven. Irv is so happy that one of his teams won. Was that the fourth win? What are they four and six? I'm just happy I can come on the show and y'all not dogging about the team. <laughs> Uh, like Travis said, uh, the performance of the Raiders, I mean, they've just been a disaster. And ever since the whole John Gruden thing, it it just seemed like it just gets worse and worse. So I, I don't know what to say about them other than that. Um, this was a, somewhat of a surprise to me. Dolphins 35, Bears 32. Uh, I think everybody saw uh, what's the name of the quarterback for the Bears? Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Thank you. Uh, he had a, he had a stellar day running up and down the field, throwing the ball. Had look, looking really really good. Um, I I this is why I hate fans because one day everybody's talking about how Justin Fields is dog poo poo, and then the next day after he has a game like that, they're saying, oh, he's the future fr- uh, quarterback of the franchise. You know, I mean, I, I don't I don't think you can just switch gears like that. And just because he had that one performance, that and don't get me wrong, I'm hoping that he, he he continues to play that way. But it just shows you how fickle fans are and people are. So I just let's see. Uh, uh, Miss Peter said she couldn't agree with me more. Or, or she said Irv about Pollard. Uh, he does need to pass block better. That's that's what Pollard's problem is. She's saying. Zeke does a better job with that. So that's what Miss Peavy said about why they don't play Pollard more. Zeke, Zeke can't stay on the field. I'll, yeah. Um, I'll say this about what you brought up with Justin Fields. Um, you know, anyone that's watched this show for the last year to year and a half knows I've been pretty critical of Justin Fields. I don't think he's very good, especially for an NFL starting quarterback. Um. I'll give him credit for Sunday. He played He played a good game on Sunday. He threw some really nice passes. They had a good game plan. You know, he protected the ball. Like, he looked like an NFL quarterback on Sunday. What have I said since day one on this thing? Until a quarterback gets in this thing for about five years, y'all stop putting all this, oh, he's going to be a future Hall of Famer. He's going to be – he's going to a Super Bowl. He's going to win – 10 Super Bowls in his career. Man, you don't know nothing about these kids. I mean, it's a lot of these kids. What, what's that boy's name that was out there in L.A. a few years ago? Now he's a quarterback for the Lions. What's his name? Jared Goff. Who? Goff. J- Goff. Thank you, Jared Goff. And everybody about to make him the best thing since sliced bread. And now that joke about to be unemployed. You know, he's about to be somebody's backup here, here shortly. I mean, it, it just goes that fast. And, I mean – just like this guy's supposed to have a big year this year, the quarterback for the Chargers. What's his name? Uh, Herbert. Herbert. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I mean, he, he'd be on his way to the damn unemployment line here shortly. And everybody was talking about he's going to be, be the league MVP this year. I think he had the highest uh, uh, odds in Vegas that he's going to be the damn MVP of the league. And that joker can't damn hold a cup of water right now. I mean, terrible. All right. Moving, moving on. Let's see. Seahawks, 31. Cardinals, 21. I, listen, I, it's, it's few teams I like less 
than the Cardinals. I just don't like little Chucky. I don't I don't like I don't like him, the, the quarterback. I just don't like his demeanor. He doesn't do it for me. But uh so I'm glad to see that he lost. I, I like to see him lose all the time. I think the biggest story is Gino doing what he's doing out there. Uh Russell done left him a gold mine. Russell left him a gold miner. What do you think? 100 percent 100 percent You got a, a beast of a rookie running back that's showing out. Yep. Yeah. You yep. got Lockett and Metcalf. He would go. Metcalf is not having a good year right now. Yeah, he's not. But uh, <laughs> yeah, fantasy team. Mine too. But I got kids. I, I, I thought there. that Metcalf might be traded. I thought that he might be some trade bait. He was on the trading block at the beginning yeah. of the season. We, you know, that's what the reports were. But now they're having a good year. Yeah. Uh, I think Earl froze again, Travis. Yeah. Um. So. I, I, I hate that. I mean, I, I like him. I like Metcalf, but uh, but he needs to get his stuff together. So, um, so I, like I, I said, I think um, just real quick, you know, no one expected Seattle to do this, right? No, nope. I think you um, you really got to consider Pete Carroll as coach of the year. Um, I agree. You know, probably number agree. one. You know, yep. you know, the number one choice right now. So. Well, we'll see how they finish out the season. Agreed, but for right now, I think he's yeah. probably the leading candidate. I'll give that to you. Rams 13, Buccaneers 16. Again, you want to talk about a boo-boo of a game where you're expecting, you know, Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, Tom Brady, uh, Julio Jones. I mean, you got all these, all these names, all these high-profile names and whatnot, and then you have a doggone raggedy-ass score. And raggedy game like that. That game was the worst. That was terrible. Um, I want to know why the you know no what what is this? The Rams and the Super Bowl uh, uh, hangover talk at? Oh, dude, that's so, bad. They need to be talking about because it, it, oh, I agree. But no one, no one's talking about it. But they need to be because they look. Ten times worse than what they did last year in the playoffs. So if there's any, if there's either one of those two teams in the Super Bowl that was a fluke, you know, right now it's looking like it's the Rams. Yeah, I agree. Um, the Rams have been a huge disappointment. I mean, and it is. I don't. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I just, obviously the court, the the head coach has to take the brunt of it. Because you can't have your team playing the way that his team is playing. I mean, it's just really bad. What do you think, her? Yeah, hundred percent. It's it's just ugly to look at at the moment. And I, I honestly think part of it is when you watch the Rams play offensively, at least every play, it's see how we can get Cooper Cup the ball. Yes. Like it is nothing else other than get Cooper Cup the ball. And if you double team that dude, I know he's a good wide receiver, but you double team him, you can shut him down. I'm a Travis. Stafford is not looking at anybody else. They got 75 different formations they use to try to get him the ball. I mean, they got him running sweeps. They're throwing him screens. They're throwing him uh, 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 flag routes, posts. Like Travis said, they got all kind of picks they're setting for him to get open. And it's just ridiculous. It's ugly people. Really ugly. Titan seventeen, Chiefs twenty. Um, let me let me just say this, and then I'm gonna let y'all take it. When you have a quarterback throwing the ball sixty eight times in a game, 
<laughs> that, that, that's not the formula for winning. Nope. Just, just like Irv said a few minutes ago. And Irv, it's not just, just them coming in that way. Every coach would like to come in and do 50-50 run pass. Because that way the defense doesn't know what to do. You know, they don't know what personnel to put in because you're just killing ass both ways if you're able to keep a ratio of 50-50. That's mm-hmm. one of the things we check at halftime. Where is our ratio? Because we need to work on our ratio. You know, we, we got to stop throwing the ball every down. We need to go back and run it more, whatever. So everybody looks at their ratio at halftime and tries. Now, like you said earlier, if it's that the run game is just killing them, we're just going to keep running the ball. You know I mean? If the pass game is killing them, we keep passing the ball. But ideally, you like to be 50-50. So every, everybody tries to be 50-50. But for a quarterback, uh, especially a pro quarterback, to throw the ball 68 times, I mean, dude, that's, that's insane. I know he, he had over 400-yard passing. But 68 times throwing the ball, I mean, that, that's ridiculous. Travis. No, I agree. Um, and that's why I, I don't. I don't see the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl again this year. Like, that formula is not going to work in the playoffs. I'm sorry. I agree. Um, and, and it's just not going it, – it's just it, – I don't care how good Patrick Mahomes is. It's just not going to work. Um, second thing, Titan side, um, if they had Tannehill, I think they win that game. And I'm not dissing Malik Willis. I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. I just he's think he's a young quarterback. He's a he's rookie. A, he's, like, he's bad. He's still bad. He's young and he's bad. But I, I I think he can get there. He's just not there yet. And if Tannehill doesn't get back, um, they're not going to go anywhere in the playoffs with, with Willis. Um, but Henry's a monster. You just – you got to find a way to give that guy 30 touches. I agree. Uh, Miss PV, everybody has uh, incentives in their contract. So he definitely – Cooper Cup has incentives that, you know, the more touchdowns he scores, the more yards, more catches – all, all, every wide receiver has that in their contract. There'll be some number attached to that. Like they might say, if you get over a thousand yards, that's another hundred thousand dollars. You know, if you get over, if you make it to the Pro Bowl, that's another amount. If you make it to, you know, first team All Pro, that's another. So they have all kind of incentives like that. So yeah, the more he produces, the better off he's going to be. Uh, Irv, what you got? Yeah, um, and the one thing I didn't like about the overtime either, Derrick Henry didn't touch the ball at all. Like, they didn't yeah. stop Derrick Henry the entire game. And then yeah. all of a sudden, at the end of the game, you just went away from it. Like, uh, And see, the thing about it is if you're losing by a lot, that's one thing. But they apparently weren't losing by that much because they, – They had the lead the entire game, basically, yeah. and the and Chiefs they, scored with, like, a minute left to tie the game. Yeah, like they had the lead the entire game. Right, all the more reason why you should continue to run it to keep them from having it. Um, and I know they were stacking the box because, or you saw it that they, you know, I'm sure they were putting nine guys in the box, and I get that. But <laughs> in the fourth quarter, it wasn't matter. It didn't matter. Every time Derrick Henry touched the ball, if he broke one tackle, he was getting seven, eight yards a touch. Right. He, he had like nine carries for 100 yards in the first half. In the first half. Why do you yeah, have nine carries? I like, I, yeah, and two I touchdowns. Didn't, I didn't watch all of it. I saw some of it. I'm a, I was watching for Kansas City, though. I'm a Kansas City fan. As far as I like the way they play, I like the, the offense they run. Last but not least, 
and I did not watch this at all because I'm not a fan of Lamar and I'm not a fan of the Saints when Bradley Roby's not playing and he's injured right now. Uh, Ravens 27, Saints 13. Uh, I did see the highlights and I did see Lamar being Lamar. And dude, when Lamar's back there with that ball like this and he tucks it and runs it and then he's still behind the line of scrimmage, he pulls it back up and he's doing all that kind of stuff, he is difficult to stop. Because once you jump and leave your feet and he just runs by you and makes you look like a total idiot, I mean, he is really, really good at doing that kind of stuff. Do I think that he can do that all the way to a Super Bowl victory? No. But it, it will work as far as them probably winning their division and things of that nature. Yes. Yes. Travis, what you think? Yeah, I didn't watch much of this game. Um, I fell asleep in about the second quarter. Um, I thought it was going to be more competitive than it was, though. I really thought this home game for the Saints. I know the Saints aren't the greatest, but, the, you know, Monday night football, home game, I thought they'd get up for this. And, and Baltimore just beat them out of the building. Um, yeah, they did. Good win for Baltimore. Irv, your team, your third team. Yeah. From what the Saints has been putting on tape, I knew Baltimore had no business making this game as close as it was. It should have been yeah, more than that. I agree with that. I agree with that. I will say this, um, Travis, uh, I don't know if you know this, but Sunday night football, we were supposed to be seeing uh, Cincinnati and the Steelers. Not they this now, Sunday, the next one. Yeah. Oh, this next one. Okay. The they have one. now changed that to where we'll be seeing the Chiefs and the Chargers. Yep. So, Apparently somebody's been watching this show and knows we are, <laughs> we are upset with the programming. And I don't know why they haven't been doing this shit long time ago. Well, so hats so, off to whoever made that decision though. Roger Goodell, I'm I'm glad you finally answered my uh answer machine, that voicemail I left on your answer machine. Yes, sir. So two things about this. One, um, I think this has actually a lot more to do with the fact that Pittsburgh's obviously not very good this year, right? Um, no what I said, there's no doubt. And, and two, the other, the really interesting thing is this puts the chiefs in, I think their fifth prime, fifth or sixth primetime game of the season. Yeah. They cannot be in another primetime game after that, after the, the chargers game for the rest of the season. So any game that they have after the Chargers game cannot be flexed back to a Sunday night football game. So I just think that's kind of interesting because they do have a few other games left in the season that I know they play the Bengals one more time, like the second to last week of the season. And look, I'm not saying that's the hardest game of the season, but that's a, that's AFC championship rematch, right? I, I would have thought that would have been a, a flex game. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure they play Baltimore again once this year still. So, but but now they cannot be flexed into a Sunday night game for the rest of the season. Wow. Well, I know, but they'll still be on some primetime something. I bet you somewhere. Um, they're, they're just, I mean, the thing about it is that they have a very fun to watch type of a team and offense and everything. Right. Yeah, that's the big thing about them. But they do, sure, they sure do love to put them on primetime, though. Oh, I no doubt. Ain't no doubt. That's what Every they other that. week, they're on prime time. That's about making that chatter, baby. Making that chatter. So, anyway, all right, going back to uh, 
to uh, let, let, let's change gears a little bit because most of us were watching the uh, top five just now. If you if you're watching the top five, uh, Georgia's number one, Ohio State's number two, Michigan's number three, and TCU is number four. Travis, talk to me about TCU being number four. Look, I, I said it two weeks ago when we talked about who we thought was going to make it, and I said I think it, all TCU has to do is stay undefeated, and they're going to be in the final four, right? And I hope is, they do. I, I just hope. Yeah, Miss Peavy, I agree. The, I agree. They're already uh, four right now. If they Tennessee, go, there's no way they don't. Tennessee, Tennessee was number five, Miss Peavy, and I think they had Oregon. Oregon, Oregon was six. Look, Oregon again, TCU is already four. If they run the table, they're in. I, I don't Alabama, care. Alabama is now number nine. Clemson's like 11 or 12. Yeah. And uh, no, Clemson's 10. They 10. 10. Whatever. Yeah, Clemson's 11, 10, 10 whatever. I, well, same thing. I know you ain't talking about no 11, 10, whatever, because I said shit about 25. And I said that about – 25, and you was all like, oh, no, it's important to be number 25 because you can get all this. Man, I, I told you. I asked Jason. I have said for years, after about number six, I don't want to hear it. All, all the teams are the same. Because anybody after number six, it don't even matter. Especially uh, when you jump out this damn college football playoff thing they done established. Look, I'll say the team that I think you got to watch out for, um, I'll give you two, is – um, I, and it's not Tennessee. I think Tennessee's in a real bad spot. But Old Miss and LSU, if one of those two teams wins out, they, they're going to be in a really good spot. A we'll really see. good spot. I, I don't know if they can win out. And, and, I don't and know that, if they can. I don't know if they out, can. But winning out is going to include winning the SEC championship. Because, I mean, the bottom line is, is that they're going to have to win the SEC championship, too. I know so, that's gonna be tough. I mean, and, and, tough. I and, and I don't know, I don't know if anybody's gonna beat Georgia, and not 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 in the SEC championship anyway. I just don't I'm know how. I I find it real difficult to put Tennessee in, even if they were on the table when they didn't even win their division, let alone the conference. I'm gonna say this to you. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not damn Tennessee. I'm not talking about Tennessee. I'm gonna tell you this. I hope. I hope I hope, I pray to God that somehow these people can stay and they can. I know they can. Because Michigan and Ohio State got to play each other. So one of them gonna knock the other one out. Absolutely. We know they're not gonna stay two and three. But yep. I wish Absolutely. they could so that somehow TCU could play Georgia. And then after that, <laughs> a big ass bowl of popcorn and then just enjoy that just damn straight up. They'll have to install another digit on the scoreboard because two digits ain't going to hold them. I'm going to tell you that right now. They might have to put a fourth digit on that damn scoreboard because that's just going to be a straight gully whopping they're going to get if they have to play Georgia. I would love to see TCU play Georgia. I mean, dude, it it, it ain't even a count. If I was that coach for TCU, Lord, please, listen, I know. And I know we wanted to win, but we didn't want to win this bad. So you can. <laughs> I promise you that he don't want that. He don't want that. He don't want that. Right. Let number one and number four wind up being Georgia at one and TCU at number four, and let's see how that plays out. 
Dude, I'm telling you now, good God Almighty. I mean, they, they better have a mass unit on the sideline. There is no way a team like TCU is going to play with a team like Georgia. No way. It ain't going to happen. Not. So I, I'm tired of all this old small ball shit and everybody uh, afraid that if you don't put TCU in there, everybody's going to be calling our phones and, and threatening us and talking about why we should put them in here. You don't put them in there because of common sense. And I would love to be that guy when they're asking, how come TCU's not in here? I'm like, man, shut up. You you know good damn what they can't play with Georgia. <laughs> That's what I, tell I said, do you honestly think they can play with Georgia? TCU? I mean, is there some kid you trying to get hurt for some reason? Is your daughter at TCU and one of her ex-boyfriends on that team? Because that's the only reason why you want Georgia to play TCU so somebody get hurt. Because that's what's going to happen. Dude, I'm just, I mean, it, it, it's not even funny. It ain't even, it, it wouldn't even be fun to watch. It wouldn't even be fun to watch. I agree with you. Tom, uh, Tom said that's just murder. And I agree. Dude, they got them little old kids on that team at TCU. Have you seen them? Dude, they got like that. Like, I think all their wide receivers about five to six. Hey, look, Cincinnati made it last year. I know, and got their ass toe up. Exactly. Exactly my point. Thank you, Travis. And it'll be even worse this year with a damn TCU in there. Because Cincinnati was at least big up front. They had some big kids up front. Now, they they soft as wet bread. But they, they had some big kids up front. <laughs> I'm just telling you. I'm trying to tell y'all. And everybody knows I'm right. Everybody knows I'm right. Y'all, they don't want that. They don't want that smoke. I can tell you that right now. So, anyway, folks, we don't have time. We, I was going to let Irv uh, clown about nah. Kyrie for a little while. But we'll have to wait that for another day because it's, uh, it's time for us to get out of here. And when we do talk about Kyrie, I, I, need, I, need the, I need a personal screen, and I need about 10 minutes, Travis, whenever that day comes. So, okay. I, it's going to take me a minute. I got, some, I got to talk about Kyrie because uh, ever since he started hanging out with you, Irv, I don't know what happened to him. I don't know what happened to Kyrie ever since. <laughs> ever since Irie, Kyrie and Irv started hanging out, Travis, I'm not sure what happened to him. <laughs> don't put that on him. Uh, Pete said, thanks for the minor, Travis. She was trying to remember what team that was last year since, uh, when, they, when they beat the crap out of Cincinnati. So, oh. yeah. all right, Tom, we'll say good night. Folks, it's time for us to get out here. It's 9.02. So we appreciate everybody for tuning in. We'll be back again next week. Uh, GFL uh, finals are this week. And I will see the Peavey family on Saturday at North Gwinnett High School when we play our first round one playoff game for this season against Decula. That, they're not, oh, no, Travis, you're not in Decula. I don't know why I'm about to say you're in Decula. I'm Good in night, Decula. everybody. See y'all next week. Er, appreciate you. Always. Travis, appreciate you. Good night, Miss Francis.